Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of The Psalms Podcast, a production of Autumn Ridge Church Women's Ministries. This podcast began as an idea for how we could deliver encouraging and edifying Bible study content in this strange era of COVID. But as we've developed it over the last couple of months, we are just thrilled to see what God is already doing, and we are so excited to see God at work using this to potentially reach women far beyond the walls of our church building with his encouraging truth. My name is Svea Mary, and I am the Women's Ministry Director at Autumn Ridge, and I'm joined today by two of my dear friends and fellow Bible teachers, Jan Wright and Angie Pankratz. Mm -hmm. Ladies, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hello, I'm Jan, and I've been part of Women's Ministry at Autumn Ridge for many years. My husband, Scott, and I have four children that range in age from 27 to 17, and we've all been trying to figure out this new routine of having most of our adult kids home and also trying to figure out how to work from home for the past few months. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. My name is Angie Pankratz, and I love teaching and serving alongside these ladies at Autumn Ridge. They are my friends and my mentors, and I am married to Tom, who's home officing right now, and so are three of our four teenagers as they are doing distance education. So to be honest, it's a treat to be here today and not at home. In our home, we pray daily during this COVID season for an abundance of patience, grace, and extra Wi-Fi. How about you, Savea? Yeah, I can certainly relate to that as well. Uh, my husband, Steve, and I also have several young adult children raging in ages from 16 to 27. Some are out of the home, grown and launched. Some are away at college. Some are even doing college at home, um, <laughs> distance learning COVID style. I've been part of Autumn Ridge for 14 years and engaged in women's ministries for several of those. My absolute favorite way to serve in our church has been through teaching God's Word in women's Bible study, and that is why it is such a delight for me to be here embarking on this podcasting adventure with friends who share my love for Scripture and communicating God's truth to other women. And communicating God's truth is exactly what we hope to accomplish in this new, very flexible and adaptable study of the Psalms this fall. This podcast accompanies a 10-week journey of reading through Psalms. And if you haven't already done so, we encourage you to, to go to our podcast page on autumnridge.church, and there is a free downloadable Psalms study starter guide. Mm -hmm. In that PDF, you're going to find a reading plan that can pace you through the Psalms, as well as a lot of other helpful resources and information. We're going to encourage you to not only read through the Psalms this fall, we're going to go through the whole book, all 150 Psalms over the next 10 weeks, but we'd also love for you to journal a response to what you read to make this kind of a, a, a more interactive study, so an opportunity to really engage with Scripture. Maybe in your journal, you might want to write a prayer about what you've read or jot down the questions that the Psalms trigger for you, or maybe a reflection Maybe some kind of thoughts about how what you're reading is impacting you in your own life circumstances right now. Whatever God puts on your heart. You're going to see on that podcast episodes page that we've also provided discussion questions for you. Now, some of you may join a formal discussion group, mm -hmm. but if even if you're not part of a group, you could use these discussion questions with whoever you'd like, maybe your kids or your friends or your neighbors. It's just going to help to really cement what you're reading and thinking and processing if you have an opportunity to talk about it with other people. And we'd love to provide these questions to launch you in that. 
on this podcast, uh, so you know what to expect. We're not going to be teaching through specific psalms. Rather, we're going to discuss helpful and interesting topics related to psalms to support your reading and hopefully really bring out some of the beautiful dimensions of this book. Well, on this very first episode, we thought where we wanted to start was discussing why it is that Psalms is such a great book for us to be focused mm-hmm. on right now, especially in these turbulent days of 2020. Mm-hmm. And my goal is that by the time this episode is over, you will be fired up to study the Psalms just like we are. But before we go any further, I feel like we need to acknowledge <laughs> something and I can see see you gals smiling. Don't you think We need to acknowledge that some people may not super be super excited to study Psalms. Okay, can I just admit that sometimes I feel as if this book is Bible light? (laughs) Did I just say that? (laughs) I mean, really, I mean, I know all scripture is God breathed and useful for so many things, but somehow I can't get past the fact that this book of poetry feels like it needs to be paired with another reading, maybe from like Nehemiah or a heavier oh. book like Romans or Revelation. It's like I almost view it as a dinner salad. Excuse the <laughs> weird analogy. But, you know, a dinner salad is good, but certainly not a standalone option, at least not for me, for most meals. And in my opinion, any dinner salad usually needs to be paired with some meat or even a decadent dessert for me to look back and think, okay, that was enough. That was satisfying. <laughs> and that is how I view Psalms. I mean, it's good, but I just don't know that it's enough by itself. <laughs> am I making any sense or am I just making you hungry? Well, I like salads and I also favor chocolate for desserts, <laughs> but I also think we have to agree that there are portions of the Psalms that have been sources of encouragement for generations. I mean, for many people, it's the go-to section of the Bible to find hope and encouragement and confidence that God protects us with his loving and tender kindness. True. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful, Jan. I love that. And I I feel like actually what you're touching on brings something out that's really at the heartbeat of Psalms, and that's the way that it can connect so deeply with our emotions. Mm -hmm. I love that about the book because I feel like Psalms provides us with insight into unfiltered thoughts and feelings of well-known and not so well-known people in the Bible. I mean, take Israel's greatest king, David, for example. Mm. Psalm 3 contains his heartbreak when he had to flee from his son who was trying to track him down and kill him. Mm -hmm. Psalm 56 details his feelings when an ancient enemy had captured him. Mm -hmm. And then there's Psalm 51 that lets us hear his desperate cries of sorrow after he had committed adultery. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love that Psalms gives us more information than some of the historical narratives in the Old Testament. I feel like we get this backstage insight to what the characters are really thinking and what they're really feeling. Mm -hmm. I really like that because I feel like sometimes um, just as individuals and even as Christians, we're all trying to project that everything in our life is great all the time. And sometimes it just isn't. It's a good point, Jan. I love how raw and real this book is. One minute David is dealing with loneliness, temptation, or utter frustration, and the next minute we see him adoring God's creation. Yeah, those are really good points. You know what I really love about Psalms? I think it's probably one of the best places in all of Scripture that can simultaneously reach the heart of the person who's maybe reading it for the very first time, Mm -hmm. maybe not even a believer yet, but 
some of these verses have mm-hmm. such power in them. They can challenge and even provide nourishment to the most mature followers of God. I really feel like Psalms has something in it for everyone. Good point. Most everybody's heard some phrase from the Psalms, even if they don't recognize it. For example, Psalm 23, often read at funerals. Mm-hmm. Good point. Though it's easy to think of Psalms as the lighter option, or I guess as I would say the dinner salad, it really (laughs) does have depth for every believer wherever they're at on the journey. Speaking of wherever they're at, it it makes me think of back some of my very earliest memories Mm. of not just Psalms, but of the Bible is memorizing a Psalm when I was a little girl, maybe only about three or four years old. Oh, sweet. I, I was uh, back in that phase where I was afraid to go to bed because mm-hmm. of, you know, those monsters that would come <laughs> out from behind the curtains when my parents would leave the room. And my mom helped me deal with that fear of, of the dark by mm-hmm. teaching me to sing Psalm 4-8. And every night we would sing this little tune to the words of that verse that say, I will lie down and sleep mm-hmm. in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. And if it didn't work on the first try, we just keep singing it over and over and over <laughs> oh, again so <laughs> until I was ready to go to bed. And that verse, I just it, it's so dear to me because that mm-hmm. verse taught me from some of my very earliest years that God is my protector. And if that was the only lesson that I had ever taken from Psalms, this book would be so dear to me just mm-hmm. for that alone. But Psalms has continued to be a book throughout my life that contains so many essential truths about God that have really impacted me as an adult as well. I mean, I'm not afraid of monsters in the dark anymore, (laughs) but that's not to say I don't still struggle with fear about other situations. Mm -hmm. And though I remember from Psalm 4-8 that God is my protector, I know now as an adult that that doesn't mean that he's necessarily going to protect me from everything that's hard or painful or difficult Mm -hmm. in life. But what he has taught me is that he is faithful and he's good and Mm -hmm. I can trust him. And I can trust him not necessarily to protect me from the storms of life, but to provide all that I need to get through them. When I'm when I'm really feeling those kind of fears creeping up as, you know, some of them have in this year of of COVID and all of the uncertainty of what's happening. um, My go to verse is Psalm 56, three. It says, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. And it's such a sweet, simple, easy to distill verse. Mm. It's the thing that I go to just to tell myself over and over again, if I'm feeling fear, it should just be triggered. Put your trust in God. That's sweet. I too remember being introduced to the Psalms as a little girl. Mm. I would go to vacation Bible school in the summer. And one of the verses we said every year was from Psalm 119. Your word Mm. is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Mm Now, I didn't really know what that meant as a little girl, but (laughs) since I grew up on a farm away from city lights, we used our flashlights a lot when we were outside. (laughs) So anything that could help me find my way in the dark seemed like a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. And over the years, I've relied on comforting words from Psalms to encourage me in spaces that are frightening, even to an adult. And one of my favorites is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Mm. That's cool. I love that. Angie, how about you? How have Psalms impacted you over your lifetime? Well, I too have some childhood memories of the Psalms. My parents actually had my brother and me memorize Psalms 1 when we were really young. 
And there's something about scripture, like we've all mentioned, that when you memorize it when you're young, it just tends to stick with you the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It's such a gift. And I still think of many lines from that psalm that guide me today. For instance, the first line is, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly or stand around with sinners. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think of that often. Mm -hmm. I want to be blessed. I want to be joyful. I want to be like that tree planted by the waters. So I think about whose counsel am I walking in right now? And I do try to take seriously, whether it's blogs or even podcasts or a social media post I'm tuning into, I wonder, is this godly? Is this drawing me closer to him? Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, there's a lot of ungodly counsel out there, and I want to make sure my delight is in his word and that I'm meditating on that day and night and not the news or scary posts that are out there. Mm. Yeah, well said. I love this, you guys, because this is really showing how Psalms has impacted us as children, but mm -hmm. taught us lessons that have been essential to us throughout our adult life as well. I think that's, that's incredible. I, I'm, it's, it's making me fired up to study Psalms this fall. Right, dig in, right? <laughs> but, you know, I think also what's fun, though, is as we're sharing these stories with each other about how we've benefited from learning Psalms um, at different parts of our life, I think it's also great for us to recognize that Psalms contains such a comprehensive, beautiful collection of descriptions, not just stories that help us, but descriptions of who God mm -hmm, is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I think it's probably the best place in the whole Bible to see and discover all that God is and what he means to us. Mm -hmm. Another favorite verse of mine is, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous mm -hmm. run into it and they are safe. Now, you know, if you stop to think, how does one run into a name to be safe? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a silly, it yeah. doesn't make sense at first glance. But what the author meant by name is who God is, what he's like, all of his characteristics mm -hmm. and his attributes. And, and Psalms is the greatest place for us to see these things, all of the characteristics of God, his attributes, who so he true. is. And so if this is telling us that if we run mm -hmm. to this knowledge of God and who he is, that we can be safe, that is huge. I mean, I don't, don't know about you guys, but in these difficult, demanding days that we're living in, I've mm -hmm. been thinking a lot more than I usually do about being safe. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Psalms is a pretty ideal place for us to find true safety in who God is. Mm. Good things for us to think about, especially with the year that we've all experienced. Mm -hmm. So let's begin to wrap up. And Svea, can you help us understand the details of how we're actually going to go through this journey of Psalms together this yeah, fall? Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, I'm so excited about this. Let's do that. So as I mentioned before, there's a reading plan and a free study guide that you can download directly from autumnridge.church, and you will find that right on our podcast page. We hope that you'll find great joy in going through, reading through the Psalms over the next 10 weeks. We are praying already for every one of you who is about to embark mm -hmm. on this journey with us that you will meet God through these Psalms, whether for the first time or in a much deeper way than you've ever known before, as you read about God and you see what Scripture brings out in your own life. And I think one way to help us process that is as we're reading through the Psalms each day and taking a look at how the writer is processing the challenges and the joys in their own life is to consider journaling about how those words might apply to your own life experiences mm -hmm. that week. 
Mm-hmm. It's a great idea, Jan. And can I also encourage you to maybe step out of your comfort zone and gather with a friend or a neighbor to go over some of the discussion questions we have provided you? You could even use these with your family, maybe around the dinner table. Or if you're like me and you have five people working out of your home, you can discuss them many times throughout the day, maybe at breakfast, lunchtime, during the afternoon snack, or whenever, because everybody is around a lot of the time. Let's just remember that God's word is beneficial anytime, anywhere. I love it. Well, friends, we're going to wrap this up, but if we distilled our discussion down to one takeaway point, and and that will be a goal for us each episode Mm. on this podcast to to identify what's the takeaway from what we're talking about. I think that uh, what I'm gathering from our discussion is that Psalms really is a book that has something for everyone. Absolutely. It's it's that book that can impact us as children, as adults. It has truths that are accessible to the people who are maybe seeing him for just the first time or for the thousandth time. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the Psalms ex- help us to process emotions that are consistent with those, those wonderful days where we're thriving and we're just ready to pour out our praise. But they also will help us acknowledge those days when we're just really trying to breathe mm-hmm. and get through some really tough stuff. Um, This book really has the capability of delivering some wonderful truths about God for everyone. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do through it it. this fall. Well, Angie and Jan, thank you so much for joining me to launch this podcast today. (laughs) Absolutely. We invite all of you to listen again next week as I discuss how psalms are such a natural expression of worship with our own hidden talent, Ian Benoit, and longtime loved Bible teacher, Julie Fisher. Love that. Well, reach us at women at autumnridgechurch.org with your questions and comments. And thank you for listening to the Psalms podcast.